Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. This is Greg Kiefer, and today I'm joined by Scott Fleming. Scott, welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. So, Scott, you've been out in the world of supply chain. You've been a consultant. You've been in the boardrooms of some of the world's biggest companies talking about supply chain innovation. So I guess you probably are as good of an expert in this topic as anyone, and that topic is Amazon and the supply chain. And, you know, you hear a lot about Amazon as a retailer, an e-commerce retailer. It's got the retail industry terrified in terms of their ability to outflank a lot of the big established brands out there. But Amazon is doing a little more than that in terms of disruption, right? I mean, they're doing some things that everybody should pay attention to. Yeah, I think that's right, Greg. And, you know, there have been a couple of really eye-opening innovations that I've seen out of Amazon in the last six months that have really gotten my attention. Maybe the first one is this Amazon Dash. Do you know what the Amazon Dash is? I've heard of it, but why don't you give us a quick high level on what exactly Amazon Dash is? Effectively, it's an Internet of Things play by Amazon where they are selling for you know $5 or $6 a widget that is branded by a consumer packaged goods company. Maybe it's branded by Tide or branded by Clorox or branded by Kellogg's. The consumer puts that widget inside of their laundry room, inside of their cabinet, and then when they realize they're about to run out of Charmin or Tide or Kellogg's, they press the button. And that triggers an auto replenishment from Amazon to be delivered within two days using Amazon Prime. That's amazing because you think about it, you you hear a lot about IoT and how companies are embedding that capability into new machines. But there are hundreds of thousands, millions of machines that are out there that aren't going anywhere. And that is so simple. I mean, my grandmother could go and figure that out. Yeah, that's right. And while I can't imagine in 10 years that I would have a household full of auto replenished devices, it just seems that's kind of beyond comprehension. But I do think it's great to see Amazon out on the edge with this consumer auto replenishment program. Right. right. And that's just brilliant, right? That's just like brilliant, simple thinking that's going to change the way consumers order products gradually over time. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing that Amazon's doing is they're becoming a supply chain company, aren't they? You know, they yeah. bought a NVOCC recently, right? And they're going to run their own fleet of planes. Yeah, they've got that. And I'm also really interested in what they're doing in the consumer delivery mode. I keep driving around my neighborhood for the last couple months and wondering, wait, what's that white van doing there with an Amazon sticker on the side of it? What is that white van doing on the road with an Amazon sticker. Well, now they've got Amazon Now. And what it reminds me of is a business model from 15 years ago, from 2000, that many of you may or may not remember, called Webvan. Well, Webvan was trying to deliver to consumers home grocery delivery of 50,000 SKUs, you know, associated with a typical grocery store. And they faltered. The costs were, were too great. They couldn't handle it. And they went bankrupt within, you know, a couple of years. Well, Amazon is now delivering 20 million SKUs purportedly through its Amazon Now service with a two-hour delivery window. And it's really remarkable innovation. Amazon Now is a free service. It's hard to imagine a consumer that would not want to adopt, you know, saving the time of shopping, driving out to the store to find almost any item that's available through Amazon Now. So here's a company that was an online bookstore in the late 90s that is now doing this kind of thing. They're a massive disruptor to a very large entrenched industry. And if you look at what Uber has done to taxis or what Expedia did to the travel agent world, this is probably bigger than all of that combined. And as you look at what Amazon is doing and look beyond retail and you look into manufacturing, high tech or automotive or, you know, anything that are owned by these big, large multinational companies, 
what do they do to hold this off and you know hold this a disruptor that's coming in with a very very viable proven business model that's really changing the world yeah i think that's a great question i do think that you know everybody recognized amazon was a world leader and innovator in distribution and warehousing. You know, they bought Kiva, automated systems, you know, high velocity DCs, but now these moves into downstream distribution, you know, with Amazon now or upstream distribution with the NVOCCs, it's really going to put pressure on any business to business manufacturer or retailer to really start thinking about how are they going to innovate and plan their supply chain better that's going to help to respond to incredibly high velocity demand on the downstream side, but still dealing with long, slow steaming uphill journeys for getting that product onshore. And really it begins and ends with technology innovation. And in your opinion, I mean, being on the front lines, are companies prioritizing technology investments enough in supply chains to fend this kind of thing off? I think it's a combination of both investing in technology but also investing in innovation and a business model that's going to support those organizations for the long term. Not every manufacturer needs to worry about the innovation that Amazon's making on Dash or on Prime Now. They need to think about how they're going to be compatible with that kind of innovation and support those kind of downstream high velocity consumer business models. And if you think about it, Amazon is a company that grew out of technology, right? They didn't have a product when they started. They were basically a technology platform, and now look at them, right? Started with the books, now they're 22 million SKUs. Yeah, I remember I was excited when I bought my first CD from Amazon. I said, how cool, I don't have to go to the record store, and look what happened to the record stores, they're gone, right? Well, thanks, Scott, that's insightful stuff, and clearly, I don't think Amazon is gonna fade away. It'll be talked about in supply chain circles for years to come, but boy, lots of crazy and interesting stuff going on in there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Greg. This is Greg Kiefer. This is Supply Chain Radio. We are signing out. <laughs>